The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. We're talking to someone else who's doing amazing things in the world of science. Uh, she's a PhD candidate at the University of Cape Town and she's been studying the effects of ocean acidification in the Southern Ocean. She recently went uh, on an expedition to the Southern Antarctica as part of a team on a research project, Tangbiela. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle, and thank you for having me. Tang, talk to us what and explain to us ocean acidification. What does that refer to in uh, layman's terms? In layman's terms, ocean acidification is when the pH or basically uh, how sour or how salty the ocean is uh, changes. So the pH, the acidification is when the pH lowers. So it, the ocean, in essence, becomes more sour. So more salty. More sour oh, more and less salty. Oh, so beca- yes. would you say more alkaline then? Less alkaline. Oh, you see, you can see I never studied this kind of stuff. <laughs> so uh, my apologies. So okay, so it's becoming more sour. But what does that actually mean, and why is that happening? So that it's happening because of the increase in the amount of carbon dioxide in the ocean. Yeah. And that is important because it affects the cycling of nutrients and the biological functioning of organisms in the ocean. Yeah, so I imagine that um, we're seeing um, plant life or animal life in the ocean perhaps uh, shifting and changing in various different places if the water is more sour. Exactly. Um, It mostly affects phytoplankton, which are basically the lungs of the ocean and essentially of the earth because they are uh, what they absorb about 40% of the carbon dioxide in the ocean. And they also contribute a lot to the oxygen um, on the planet. And so if the ocean becomes more acidic, then the functioning of phytoplankton uh, is going to be altered. And the danger is that we're not really sure how or in what direction that um, that alteration is going to occur. And so that's why it's very important to do this type of research. Atang, you went off to do the research uh, as part of the research at the, in southern Antarctica. Tell us, I saw some of the photos of you and the rest of the team uh, in, in all the different uh, activities. It looked, it looked fascinating. Tell us a little bit about that experience for yourself. Uh, yes, so uh, we went down on South Africa's flagship uh, research vessel, the Isaia Gallus down to uh, the marginal ice zone around Antarctica. And it was a team of uh, lots of different types of scientists. And it's a seasonal cruise that occurs in winter. Yeah. And you have different types of science going on. And we basically collect water samples and we do different types of experiments using that water that we collect in the Southern Ocean. And being in Antarctica in winter? Absolutely cold. (laughs) Incredibly cold. I think uh, we reached temperatures at about 
negative 15 degrees. Yeah. And I have never, ever felt that level of cold in my life. Go to Toronto in winter. You'll be feeling the same oh. kind of thing. Awful. <laughs> oh, it's awful. It's awful. So did you have like triple socks on and boots and puffies? and? <laughs> I had thermal socks. I didn't even know thermal socks existed, but I was advised to get thermal socks. Yeah. And yeah, the level of layering that you have to uh, do is incredible. Yeah. So, Etan, you know, you, you are looking at, as you say, the, the saltiness or the sourness of the ocean. Um, and I imagine that uh, in as part of that process is, is this journey towards the future, which is around climate change and how we address yes. that. And I imagine that your work has a lot of uh, engagement around that. Are you concerned? Uh, absolutely, absolutely concerned. Um especially uh, since we're seeing the effects of climate change much more clearly in the Arctic, Mm. which is a very well-studied region. And it's actually, uh, there's a recent paper that's just come out in Nature that shows that the Arctic is warming uh, faster, four times faster than the rest of the Earth. Yes, I saw that actually. And and, um, the concern now is that the Southern Ocean, which is a region very important for the climatic control of the earth is critically undersampled. Yeah. And we don't really understand the workings of and the mechanisms um, that go on in the Southern Ocean. And so um, it's very critical for us at this point to get research undergoing in that region so that we we get to know where the tipping point is and whether we're really close to it or not. Yeah. And so that's why um, I, I'm a bit concerned. Do you feel like Do you feel like we're reaching a tipping point? Uh, I can't say exactly. Yeah. I don't think that um, we've done and I've done enough research to yeah. say that we're reaching a tipping point. But I'd say that uh, there's a level of concern. There's wow. a quite a high level of concern. Tang, thank you so much for joining us. I must say, when you talk about the salty and the sour um, ocean water, I started to think about, I don't know if you've ever heard about the um, the Japanese word umami, which is... Yes. So <laughs> I started to think, <laughs> we've got a salty ocean, a sour ocean. Do you think that we're going to get an umami ocean as well? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would be much better than a super sour ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. Atang Biela, good luck with your PhD. It sounds like you're doing very important work and uh, we really do hope that you are able to make a huge difference to the world around us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Atang Biela, she is a PhD candidate at the University of Cape Town, studying the effects of ocean acidification and explaining that a reduction in the pH of the ocean over an extended period of time, which is caused primarily by carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, then means that the water shifts from salty to sour. And if you are a foodie, go and look up umami. It's a, it's a, it's a form of savory. It's a savory taste, and it's the characteristic broths and the like. So uh, when they talk about salty, sour, 
umami, and I think there's two others. Perhaps you can remind me of those. I've gone completely blank on them as well. 8.30.